on the Lily Lens Podcast. Uh-huh. You started in the middle of a powerful yawn. In the good. <laughs> Fucking good. Because that's so what, what C9 did this weekend. C9? Yes. Did this weekend? They, yeah, they, they went to sleep? They fell asleep. Did we not watch that game? Did everyone not watch that, that they lost absolute the I cannot believe they lost that's... the Golden Guardians. Uh, no, no, no. They did not lose to Golden Guardians. Most teams don't lose to Golden Guardians. That's Most very... teams lose to themselves but, but, while Golden but, Guardians but, is there. But do you yes. know who they did lose to, Matt? I do. Who, who, did they, who did they lose to? One of the worst organizations that's ever been constructed. Oh, a cesspool of... of jungle toxicity and inability, heavily relying on one imported mid laner for the duration of their, you know, decentness post Reggie. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And, a um... team who hasn't been to Worlds in, I don't know, two years? <laughs> So, so C9 hasn't won a championship since uh, 2014. Just, just saying. You haven't been to Worlds. <laughs> you haven't won a championship since 2014. Who cares? Get to Worlds. I do. <laughs> yeah. That's because it's literally all you, you know have. What? You, know what? you know who doesn't care about winning championships? TL. <laughs> uh, I don't know if they get to care right now. They don't. No. No, they don't. That's a, That's about to blow up a little bit. <laughs> Gonna find out what happens a week. Well, during trade season, but that's getting a little ahead of ourselves, or that's at least me getting ahead of myself. Where's the TSM fly code? That scoreboard. All right. So Matt, why don't you uh, lead us through this discussion about the TSM C nine match? No, you do it. It's your team one one. No, no, no. I I like I, I like having someone else uh, read my wins to me don't, because don't it, it makes me feel better. All right, Amon, you got this one. Here, don't worry, Matt. I'm not even gonna say this as no, 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 no. I'm gonna say this as your friend and like also a couple other things. But that match looked like a fluke. A fluke. It looked like a fluke. How is it a fluke, Prolly? Okay, so here's the thing. When I was going through the draft once again, um, C9 didn't really have anything to materialize leads. They just kind of assumed that they would materialize because they're C9. <laughs> That's a major drafting issue, especially when you're picking Shen in the top lane. You had Olaf and Nautilus. What? In the TSM yeah, versus C9 game? No, 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 no. They had Lee Sin and Leona, both also aggressive champions. Both also very aggressive champions, and they did mess up their play there. They didn't make them look like aggressive champions at all. They were reacting the entire time. Given that they stayed with up with TSM to the uh, point of them being like 6-6, six and six, but then afterwards, you can see the difference within their team cops, right? Afterwards, you can see, oh, Sven has to stay still in ult while there's a Jarvan and a set that can just uh, pick up people and go through the back line. Um, Leona doesn't really have a target to hit because there's a Zaya who has cleanse Right? And who else is she going to hit? The Zillion that's throwing bombs from a bit farther away. Right? Who also has cleanse. <laughs> yeah, well... He did not have cleanse. He had... He has an ultimate. He actually had a summoner he has, he had, spell. Yeah, he has spellbook. He had spellbook. He had unsealed spellbook. So, once again, not really... Sometimes an issue, sometimes not an issue. And you could really see that with TSM uh, having their fundamentals down, actually warding properly, uh, setting up for your objectives... Uh, being proactive on their plays, executing on their plans, 
you can see uh, this, this, how... This wasn't really about their proactivity around objectives. This was about how much better their team fighting was and how much better their, their coordination in them were. I gotta say a no to that one. <laughs> what? I Did you saw... see TSM pull off a wombo combo every single team fight and absolutely eviscerate Cloud9? It's very easy nope. to pull off a wombo combo when you have a tank Jarvan who doesn't have to fear dying because there's a zillion on his team. And a set who's actually set up. He is not the target, by the way. No, he's the target in this instance. And for this time, he was ulted most of the time. (laughs) Yeah, that's literally what Darduck was doing. He was just starting a fight so that TSM could arrive just a little bit later and still, you know, catch up with their carries. Um, But there were two times in that match that I saw Broken Blade um, have his hate... I'm actually not even sure if he had his hate maker up but died with full grit underneath the turret. He probably didn't have Haymaker up, or he got CC'd. It's, he didn't get CC'd during that time. He, there was one time he purposely okay, chose hang on. to use this a dude, Breaker this dude instead of using has a, uh, what is that, 7.5 KDA this game. He died twice. Mm. What? You try to pull off two, two deaths to, to dispur- uh, besmirch Broken Blade's gameplay that game? That game was crazy! He just crossed the front line, chucked him onto the back line, Eden stunned four people multiple times, and then they comboed on top of that. That's how every team fight went. Yeah, because then I eventually got such a huge lead that he could just do that, and it didn't matter. TSM, <laughs> there was a time... TSM don't break a 2k gold lead until 22 minutes. And before that, when they were diving licorice underneath the tower, he... One he time when he was... No. No, 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 no. Hold on. Yeah, they were diving. No, they weren't really diving. The shot. He flashed behind him, ulted him over, and then they made the mistake of committing too many ulties, which C9 punished later on. Wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about the dive where he ults him out of turret? Yes, that one. That dive is perfect. That dive was perfect. That's not the one that I have complaints with. Uh, The ones that I had was one he um, ulted a carry into... I think he actually got to Sven. He wound up between Sven and uh, Vulcan underneath the top tier 1 turret. And instead of choosing to use a Haymaker, he decided to use a Facebreaker instead and then died underneath the turret. That could be a miscommunication between him and Bjerg. Could... That, the, the dive I'm thinking of is actually in the next game against FlyQuest. Wow. Legitimately true, <laughs> by the way. I, yeah, I did not think that TSM was pound for pound the better team. That... They most certainly were. They, they kept up with C9 in the early game the entire time. They've kept up with almost every team in the early game every time. And then they just had better team fighting and went off, went off of their just superior strength. And they, won, See... and they put that into a lead. C9 had accumulated more leads in the early game than that TSM game. I'm not saying that they accumulated a major lead. I'm saying that they had leads in that TSM versus C9 game. The problem was that they don't have a comp. Wait, wait, that... wait. How, how large do you think their lead was? Mm, I don't think it was that much. They didn't break not, uh, 1k. C9 did not yeah. go over 1k. Yeah, and that's the problem. They weren't able to accumulate uh, that huge lead with uh, Leona and Lee Sin and... I want to say, no, Zoe still scales pretty well into the late game, but without the vision control, she's not as much of a champion as she could be. Nisky was still playing that very well. <laughs> I, this wasn't TSM being the better team. This was very much them not having the tools, uh, C9 not having the tools to execute, 
well in the late game and make their champs work as well as they'd like to. This was a bit of a drafting oversight that they didn't expect to happen. <laughs> you're, you're right. Paymont is just a hater. Yes. Oh, it's you're a, saying I'm just a hater. Yeah, you're just you're... a hater. TSM looks so good that game. They look crazy. And you know what makes it better is that they were TSM looked like game. ass, but Haymon is just a hater. <laughs> but hater All right, Matt, why did, why did TSM look like ass? Come on. I don't know, because it would make you mad if I said it. <laughs> Simple look, one. What I think really lost C9 this game is that they picked uh, Shen instead of something else with more agency in top lane or like any more defense or any more any more power at all. Because Shen's goal is to split push. Shen can't split push against Set. Does yes. Matter? And TSM, <laughs> which did a very good job in the early game of saying, "Oh, we see that your Shen is now has went from top lane to bot lane. We're still gonna send four people to him." Why? Because there's a dragon up, and we're gonna oh. make sure that he doesn't no, get because a because that's level. how you kill Shen. Shen has the two TPs in this game, mm -hmm. so and no one can help him. Yep. So you just kill and Shen, and the game's over. Yep, that's pretty much what it did. They executed on a good early game plan, even though they did C9 did fight back and managed to get a couple kills back, keeping it neck and neck for a while. But like I said. It didn't feel like C9 had the ability to actually like they didn't have a diverse enough comp with enough of a tool set to deal with the tools that TSM had. I, I think their comp's too diverse. I think their comp doesn't have a single identity about what it wants to do. It's like parts of a pick comp, parts of a split split push comp, and parts of a poke comp that don't really work together. I don't really know what Zoe's supposed to be doing in this comp. I agree that Zoe pick feels out of place. And I don't like, <laughs> like putting Zoe and Shen in here. Just feel like. What are we doing? We're we're not, we we can't compete with their team fight, and we can't compete with their split push, and yeah. they also don't need to care about pick because they just death ball. Mm -hmm. So I, it doesn't especially really when you sense. have the best team fighting bot lane. When I'm you sorry, have Kobe that, and Biofrost say hello. Oh, they, Kabi <laughs> was a beast that game i will not take that away I, from kabi kabi I, I and bio, bio was hard carry well i don't want to say kabi was playing bad but i think bio was the one making all the moves that game bio or uh, kabi just sort of landed all yeah, the but shit he was playing Khan. of course he makes all the moves bro what happened was later in the game like what was it Biofrost overcommitted his ulti one time in that top lane and then he never did it again he was like i can hold this ulti and i can trust that dardoch and Broken Blade will start the fight. I don't need to do that. I just need to stop C9's turn. And he held his ulti specifically for that reason. He used it aggressively in like two team fights. Yay. He used it aggressively in the um the team fight right in front of Drake. In the team fight right in front of Drake. I don't recall that one. That right. it's, a, it's like no, a, no. I do battle, see yeah. the one where they didn't have any when C9 didn't have any vision and they were just walking in. Forget what started that that engage. I do want to look over that one one more time, because I am forgetting about. It. I was paying more attention to the early game, and then afterwards, it just looked like TSM had the better comp and could just win. Well, TSM were better on their champions. I think. I don't think they. I don't think it was strictly the comp, but I think that I, they they were just all more comfortable, and C9 were just out of their element and top lane was their bot lane looked pretty comfortable and so did the lee i think it was just mid and top 
But yeah, but <laughs> Nisky should be really comfortable on Zoe. I'm not sure what it was. No, I don't think he Nisky. looked uncomfortable on Zoe. I think he just it wasn't a comp that was good for Zoe, a comp that was good to have Zoe with, right? Like, <laughs> he looks comfortable on Zoe typically. I just think that this time it happened to be an out-of-place thing, <laughs> like you said. Uh, uh, I think I see. I think I remember that dive you're talking about. It was the one where they kind of overstay top lane a little bit, and they mm. uh, they try to dive Shen there, and then they kind of get engaged on and lose a couple people for it. It was a one for two at the time because it was they committed so many ults before, like while the dive happened, and then afterwards C nine showed up and they were like, oh, we Biofrost got picked off first and then died, and then afterwards they got Darduck Loaked and then picked him off as well. The problem is is when the TP comes in, they retreat back to the other side instead of walking mm-hmm. through the turret to get back to their side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they kind of get caught for that. What they could have done is walk yeah. through the turret and then kill Sven, and they would have been fine. But even, even here, they kind of make up for it a little bit. Vulcan was already... It was Bio was walking over there, Sven was ulting the wave, and then Vulcan just caught Bio. Yeah, this that, be, this that was what initially happened. Wasn't great, but I think what really happened is like what happens on set a lot is you'll go for the ultimate and then in the charge time they move and your ult cast just goes somewhere random. Not random, but like it moves. And it's hard to control it. Alright. And then Bjergsen well, fails to grab this uh block properly. Either way. Could it... we ever forgive him for that? Of course the answer <laughs> is no. Alright. So like I said, I it just wants you to know, like, it's not all TSM playing great, because they did have a good game. I don't want to take that away from them, but it's really C9's draft for them do. in a very hole. I I really came in hard because I thought you'd fight harder for TSM. I, look, <laughs> they did really I, good this game. They had amazing team fighting. They beat C9 in team fighting, where C9 has been beating everyone. Yeah, they. I see that very apparently in the early game. Well, no, actually, that, that's not what I'm saying. I see C9 matching them in the early game, but the thing is that later in the game, when the team fightings get uh, a bit uh, different, where you still have 5v5s and you still have your two tank frontliners, like, it feels more like TSM has the bag for the, that edge for the team fights. Mm-hmm. Not that I want to take it away from their win from beating C9, because that's I do a hell of an accomplishment. <laughs> Let's move on to TSM versus FlyQuest. I want to take it away mostly because I'm sad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, you'll right, have hey, to tell I... me about that one because I uh, did not pay attention to that much too much. I was too busy analyzing the TSM versus T91. <laughs> and also, I don't like watching my boys get beat. <laughs> yes, so, um... <sighs> Tell me, tell me, take me through this, Anthony. What what happened? So, first of all, Fly first quest, question: FlyQuest let Broken Blade get set again. Did they pick a tank into it? No, I'm pretty sure they first picked Felios and then picked picked Aatrox into it. Aatrox isn't necessarily bad into it. But... It's not. But here's the problem: Aatrox uh-huh. doesn't have a revive anymore. So, do you know what can happen to Aatrox now? Um. He can just get CC'd to death. No, he can get dove. Mm. So, so what TSM do is they dive top lane and kill mm. Aatrox. And then they pick jungle Zack and Zack shows up and they kill him too. 
This is probably the best Jungle. dive I've seen all split, where they where they basically kill two people by starting a dive with Broken Blade ulting somebody out. Mm-hmm. They're like out of turret range. It was it was a it was an amazing dive, and they get two kills on on a uh, Aurelia, which basically means Aurelia is online for the rest of the game and will just school everybody. Ah, now I remember this game. Better nerf Aurelia? Question. Question. No, because she's garbage, and it takes a lot to get her off the ground. Better nerf Aurelia? Question mark. I have disagreements, <laughs> mostly from being a scarred AD so carry for my brief amount of time. That doesn't make sense. So, so I honestly put a lot of this game's loss on them banning Tom Kench instead of Set. I don't know why you banned Tom Kench over Set when what ended up happening is Biofrost played Nautilus. Apparently, apparently that was a bad, a bad thing for him to have to play Nautilus instead of Tom Kench, but... Bio's pretty good on Tom TK. I'm not saying he's bad, but he's also good at Nautilus, he's also good at Braum, he's also good at Bard, he's also good at uh, freaking everybody. The only thing that makes sense is they wanted to... And what, what was the AD carry that TSM was running? They ran Misfortune. The only thing that makes sense is that they wanted to get on the Misfortune. And what was their support in Botlane Duo for FlyQuest? Uh, they had, uh, Ophelios and Thresh. I don't know either. <laughs> Technically, they have the safer bot lane, but... A little. That's not, not, not really. <laughs> not by much. Not by much. Not when Aurelia gets two kills early. No. Then after that, there's no saving it. <laughs> it's, now it's Thresh like... becomes fodder. <laughs> it's not Thresh, it's Ophelios. She just goes right past him. How, Pretty much how everyone take, becomes fodder. take Aurelia to complete Trinity Force? Oh, there's a pause in this game. It's crazy. Those are two there pretty... There's six pauses in that game, Anthony. He finishes it somewhere around 14 minutes. I think he has the gold for it. Those are... That's very interesting. Bjerg's had two pretty unique picks this week. Unique? And that, well, he Zillion, we kind Zillion? of know. We we know he plays Zillion, we know that. Um, the Irelia mid, we haven't seen in quite some time. I think some people have been playing it. It's just hard to pick it if you're not playing into uh, someone who's a mobile or doesn't have uh, hard CC or hard click on CC for you. Like, mm-hmm. Irelia against Orianna. Irelia mm-hmm. can move so much faster than Orianna can attack her. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you just move around and she can't stop you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's a great matchup, and then they basically don't bother trying to kill Oriana because diving Oriana is a little bit hard. It's a little bit risky when mm-hmm. she has so many different options, and you're diving her, so your movements are predictable. Mm-hmm. But I think I just think it's wonderful to watch Bjergsen school people and not die all weekend. <laughs> That's just having flashbacks to when TSM was good. It's that. It's this weekend. <laughs> the oh, promised day shall come, Matt. What the TSM always comes back. You know this. All right. Another thing that I do want to bring up is the O2 week for Team Liquid. Wait, 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 wait. Before we move on to Team Liquid, I want to mention that Bjergsen went. Uh-huh. What did he go? Seven o five on Aurelia and seven o eleven on on a. 
Zillion, meaning he has a 14, 0, and 16 KDA. And For that, those two that earned him Player of the Week. Yep. So it was well deserved. Jurgsen for carrying this boosted team. Oh man. Alright. Still moving on. He actually boosted. That's the first truth you've said so far. Oh, <laughs> uh, I want. I'm hoping. Player. I'm hoping he wins Player of the Week for the next two weeks and gets MVP just to shut everyone up. That would be amazing. That would be. I'm trying to think of. No, every C9 player can still be in competition for that one. No, um, I think I think uh, I think there's a few people that are falling down. Like, maybe, maybe I a think Licorice bit. is probably out. Uh, the, the argument for Ignar is falling down. I think the only ones who people can make decent arguments for is probably Sven and Niski. I do Sven not for sure is up there. I do not. But Licorice think people, is still up. People thinking Blabber is good. Or, or my, I don't want to say he's bad, but people thinking that he's a ca- good candidate for MVP, I just think, no fucking. I right. think if it's anyone in Zven on that team, mm-hmm. second Niski, but Zven. Niski seems mean, to bro. be a front runner for most people. I just want Bjergsen bro, to start he ain't die for like nine weeks. Mm-hmm. It was four, I think. <laughs> but either way. Got an insane right, right. four talk. plus nine is sixteen, bro. What do you want from me? Uh, correct math, because that's thirteen. It's seventy-one. All right, all right. Let's talk about TL and how they went. Uh, oh two this week. That's yeah. a yikers. <laughs> so, uh, all right. First. Um, would you like to tell me how many objectives TL got? Uh, well, I, I mean neutral objectives, dragons and barons against CLG. Turrets or no? no Against. No I no. want to say. I'm going to guess, and that's going to be one. They got one. Okay. One. Matt, we want to guess. Uh, I'm also going to guess one. All right. Well, they got two. A Baron. Fuck! I was going to guess two, but I thought Haymont was right. And, Fuck you, Haymont. <laughs> infernal Jake. Why do you think I'm right? <laughs> you a bitch. <laughs> This was a 50-minute minute slobber knocker, and mm-hmm. CLG got four four of the uh, elemental drakes getting uh, infernal soul, and then three <laughs> elder drakes, mm-hmm. and then they, two barons. Three elder drakes. Well, you can't say that TL didn't put up a fight. Three elder drakes is a lot. <laughs> I, I can and I can't because CLG were running uh, Janatop. That's kind of hard to close out a game with, to be honest. Yeah, they, it, <laughs> no, it's not. It's very easy. She's a bust. I'm, I'm wondering how many times that, like, both of these teams needed to throw this match for Powell to, to finally crack and be like, fuck this shit. I'm going in there. I'm going to win this myself. He went 11-1-0 and zero this game. He was crazy. Well, he's nuts. <laughs> what do you want? Uh, I wanted him to do this in the next CLG game, but we're not going to talk about that this week. Um, didn't he get just a triple behind the dragon pit? Uh, he, that was that was one of his big plays. He was basically and hard carrying them. This dude, the entire team has what is that? Fourteen kills. He has eleven of them. Yeah, and he's hit his syndra just looks pretty goddamn amazing. 
Cinch is real good when you have, uh, what's that, Victor and, like, she, she has three targets to kill. And she can just ignore two other the two other people that aren't her target. Because uh, outlaw buttons. Not only that, he was knocked back, um, I don't remember who was playing that game. I want to say it was Tactical. Is this the first yeah, match tactical, or the second Yeah, Tactical is the one playing. No, this is TL first. Yeah, this is tactical. He knocked back tactical in the middle of uh, his MF ulti, like straight away, right off the bat, as soon as it gets started. That one I really liked, because he was just like, "All right, here's your team fighting ulti. Stop. No, get some ah. help. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because no. that didn't work out the second game. I'm just. I don't know what's wrong with TL. I also don't know what's wrong they're with losing. CLG. <laughs> they're, they're losing a lot. They it's are, they are becoming losing. a major problem. I, okay, so here's what I think is wrong with TL. I think Doublelift has re regressed to old CLG Doublelift and is now being the diva he is deep, deep down inside that we all know him to be. Yep. And you know what? I like that Doublelift because that Doublelift wasn't on TSM. And when he's not on TSM, I'd like to see it. One of the best AD carries, all of a sudden losing all of his credibility uh, in one split. So, uh, Travis Gafford played an interview he had with uh, uh, with Doublelift last weekend, or this weekend, uh, and Doublelift kind of threw the coaching staff under the bus with them, so it looks like uh, Doublelift and the coaching staff are not getting along. No, not at all. <laughs> Does Doublelift often get along with people when he's losing? No. Uh, no. That has not been one of his defining characteristics as a player. So, my thought is, excuse me, uh, that Doublelift is going to spiral this team out of control. Hmm, probably. He's I, probably been doing it for a while. <laughs> I think that this problem will not be solved now. I think... Uh, actually, there's something we have to get to uh, after we talk about the matches this week and before the roster swaps. But uh, the the fact that they moved up Summer Split will not help this, and it will in fact make it worse. Um, because they're not going to have as much time in between the end of the the Spring Split and the Summer Split. Well, actually, if they don't make playoffs, they'll have at least a month to figure this out. Yeah, I'm sorry for Broxa. He literally came from Fnatic and was like, yeah. yeah, it was kind of segmented and I really wanted to go to a team and have that NA experience. And now he's in Team Liquid and he's... Oh, he's getting the This is part of the now. NA experience, fam. <laughs> do you not remember Febizen? Do you remember what happened with him? Yep, I do remember what happened to Febizen. Remember too. Piglet? Piglet <laughs> was a... Yeah, let's not reminisce too much on that. <laughs> but um, once again, feeling bad for Brox in this situation. All right, so let's talk about uh, uh, TL versus IMT that happened last night because holy shit, did TL look awful? What's They're... double lift in? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with double lift mentally. Like I get it, he's unmotivated and thinks spring split doesn't mean anything. But at the same time, he can't. He can't show up anymore. He can't even play misfortune. Get cop in that here. Cop played a mean ass misfortune. Right, we I... also three champions you could bring bot when you played misfortune. Mm -hmm. <sighs> There's only like uh, Philios, Daya, and misfortune. Those are like the only three eighty carries that are really. Uh, people. Ezreal. Like Ezreal. Ezreal. Uh... Ezreal's not feasible. Have they been? 
Uh, Senna, Barris, Ash, and Callista are basically the top picks. Mm. Lucian's been banned too much to be able to play. Callista, Barris sounds right. I think Senna went down in priority since her nerf. No, no, no. No? Permaban. She's still busted. She's permaban. She's still busted. They play okay. her support She's with a busted. melee carry. Oh, yes. Well, that's what's happening. They play the e carry plays her support. EG has been doing that a lot. Well, everyone's yeah, been, doing, been it. doing it. Bang, Bang got two games on it. Last I checked. Uh, did he? Was that what they played last night? No. But it's permaband. It's a permaband red side. Okay. So, oh, man. Red side's going to get freed up a little bit because they just took down uh, Ornn and set a little. Okay. I'm happy about that one. <laughs> TL just looks so lost as a team. And why? Why do you pick Zach top into Renekton? They counterpicked this. This Memes. was last pick top lane. They picked Zach top. Into Renekton? Yes. Are you telling me? That they decided we're going to pick one of the champions with the worst early game, even in the jungle, as wait, a top laner. Hang on, wait, early game hold, 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 hold your fucking phone. He's very exploitable that in that. Yes, yes, he is exploitable. That doesn't mean his early game is weak, though, because after he finishes his first clear, his ganks are monstrous. Okay, that one's a fair one. Uh, calling, calling Zach's early game weak is, uh... Yikes for Disrespectful. me. Disrespectful. Oh, okay, like, you're right. I used the wrong term for that well, one, but a very exploitable. And short, short of Ica looking like garbage, TL looked so much worse. Ica tried to throw the game twice, and he couldn't because TL were just playing uh, that badly. And now you know how I feel whenever Turtle gets on there. What? Just sometimes, every once in a while. It just feels like he's trying to. Turtle hasn't done that in a while. Yeah, he hasn't. Hold on. Alright. Matt, what do you think of TL? Uh, zoinks, mostly. Zoinks? Yeah, like, uh, uh-oh. No good, pal. What, what, what? I'm gonna think that, uh, I think... So I know last week what we talked about, Anthony, was, um, the heck did we talk about? Oh, um, tactical, whether or not he was going to just perma start over double lift. His performance was not as stellar as last week, but I think it was still better than double lift. So I think the case is building that for at least the rest of this split, you start tactical, but I don't know. It's, um... It's worrisome to see them at this point because they're supposed to be really good. There's and nothing so substantive has changed that makes me think they would be ass. On paper, they, they have had... they have a contender for the best player in their role, but uh, this split, yeah. I wouldn't put any of them really that high. Jensen's had uh -huh. some outstanding plays. Brox's looked okay. Impact's had a couple of good games, and Core JJ's had some good moments. Doublelift, I'm not putting him in top 580 carries right now. Like, no. what is he doing in this game? Oh my god. I... <sighs> yeah. I don't know. Now the question, this is a question that I might be getting a little bit ahead of myself with, but do you keep this roster for next split? Yes. There's, yes. Too, there's too much money in this roster to not keep it. Okay. And, then, and the and the ability to get a player to move between splits right now absolutely zero. 
given given uh, the, how hard it was to get a player at the beginning of the season with visa issues, and now that there is the uh, the coronavirus problem, there's no fucking way, no way in hell that they're going to be able to get a new player that isn't native to NA. Okay, and then I the agree. next one is well, I guess the same problem comes with the coaching staff. You can't really get someone else from another region. Um, you'd have to go with the coaching staff that's nearby. So I was talking to some people last night, and a lot of them, sorry, one of them was like really uh, going into the coaching staff, and I'm just kind of like, I can't, I think that all the players are in line with the coaching staff for the most part, and it's mostly about double lift. It, it, to me, all the communication and all of the, like, the, the way that they've looked in game, it looks like double lift is having such a slump and is being such a drain on the team environment that it's causing other issues to arise too. Mind you, the Zach pick is absolutely beyond me, but <clears throat> clearly, I, I do not watch their scrims. I do not know that they've seen this thing win five times in a row. I don't know how you saw this win five times in a row, but but apparently it might just... Oh my god, why didn't they pick anything else? Pick Poppy. Pick I, Poppy here. Pick Poppy. They, You're just a Poppy stan, though. Don't tell me it's not the right pick. I will throw out... Of course out. I won't tell you that, because it is the right pick. However... They might have been reading the same thing that EG was when they picked it for Kuma. What was he playing against, though? <laughs> that, yeah, but set... You can disengage set better. Mind you, I don't think Zach ever gets an in on set. Wait, didn't they play... No, in, no they played a jungle, didn't they? I don't know. No, no, they played a top lane. They played a top lane because it's supposed to be, like, the better team fighter. But they picked it into a set, and then uh, Kuma never played Zach top again. Um... <laughs> I don't think that would have happened even if they won with Zach Top, but the same never happened. Yeah. Okay. Um so maybe they had the same read that EG was having. Something must have happened with Zach or like the way that Zach plays that people are willing to put a top lane, but the the idea is to combo I don't him see with Zoe. And when you get a Zoe stun, you just chuck Zach on the person who got Zoe stun and you can kill them. Mm -hmm. But I don't fully buy into that at all. I I think you're much better off putting him in the jungle. They could have just swapped Olaf and Zack here. Put Zack jungle. Olaf does good into Renekton. Olaf's level 2 against Renekton, level 1 against Renekton is crazy. Renekton can't kill him because he can't W his ultimate. So he just he just gets run over over and over again. It's insane. Mm -hmm. But but no, Zack top. I feel like that's kind of exemplary of of how broken this team is is that they picked Zack top. It would have actually been pretty fine, too, because while Olaf and Rekton both fall off about the same time, Renekton's still kind of the better team fighter, but they do both fall off. Uh, Renekton has some better builds for late game. Soraz did not go it. He went the, a better tank build, which mm -hmm. is a better mid game, a little, a little bit better of a mid game build than I say, but the sustain build is much better for like dueling and like skirmishing. Mm -hmm. So I, I would have preferred that, to be honest. Like, I, I love that build right now. It might even get better with the change to Death Stance Nest Patch. And Blade of the Rune King is an interesting pick for him now into some big tanks. But I just... Who thought this works? And who counterpicks top lane It is a really dumb Zach? idea. Who counterpicks top lane with Zack? It's uh, TL. Apparently. Apparently. All right, let's move on to uh, the MSI news that came out a few hours ago. Uh, what's happening with that one? Oh, big MSI news. has been moved to June, Haymont, because July. of the coronavirus. July, because of the coronavirus. July. And they have moved up most summer pl split start times to a, a lot for that two-week time slot. Mm -hmm. 
can't so, read the fucking article. It's going to, instead of it happening at the end of the split, it's going to happen in the middle of the split. Is what you're saying. Uh, yes. They're putting it basically where Rift Rivals went. Makes sense. Are they planning on dropping Rift Rivals? Yep. Yes. Rift Rivals is dead. Okay. Okay. At least for the year. So, LCS starts on May 16th. That's when they'll start back up after concluding uh, one, two, three. Somewhere around April 14th, I think, is when we conclude. Yeah, I think we conclude a week after that. So we basically have three weeks or four weeks in between the end and start of the split. So what, 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 what's your thoughts? Do you think that we're actually still going to have MSI when that happens? Um, and how good is it going to be? They have to say, I don't I think it's strongly dependent upon how bad this epidemic gets. Yeah. I think they're still going to hold MSI regardless. It's just a matter of, I don't know if they have a location or anything figured out. Um, the location is TBA. It's probably going to be in NA. But who knows? They, I think what I, they're trying to do right now is decide if they want to do NA or an EU, depending on which one responds better or is in a better position at the time. But it's going to be like impossible for them to tell because they have to be able to give us a date or a location within the next month, I think. But I can't. Well, hmm. their emergency plan is to host it at one of the studios, I guess. Is LCS still having live audiences? Yes. Uh, they stopped doing high fives, but they still have live audiences. LCS is only a 300-man stadium, so there can't be more than 400 people in that entire building at a time. Okay. I know. I wonder if at any point they're going to change that if it gets worse. Well, they'll probably try not to. I think that's true, but I mean, like, even the NBA is prepping for, like, empty stadiums for games. I mean, Monday hmm. Night League has uh, a limited audience. Like, you can't buy tickets for it. It's only by invite. Or if you're, like connected i bet if you like know somebody you can probably just stop by also the korean the korean games are still going on no lck is shut down okay yep. in that case i might have just caught that lpl started I... online scrims that's what that's the the change lck stopped lpl is now doing some scrim shit which okay is interesting but you have to keep informed sometime. You can't have them too long on a They're break. all still scrimming. They were all still scrimming the whole time, I bet. Probably. The, the, the real problem is, is some of them are like... I think there's some teams in Beijing. There's some in Shanghai. I think most of them are in Shanghai. And then there's another city I don't remember that has them. I don't know. I'm not familiar with, the, with where all the Chinese stadiums are. Because I think they have like four stadiums now. Mm -hmm. RNG... Uh, LMQ, not LMQ. <laughs> that's the, that's the Chinese team that came to NA. Uh, RMG, I was gonna say Anthony, you're tripping. LGD uh, and EDG, I think, have stadiums. I'm not too sure about the last one. And then there's one like multi-purpose stadium that they have. Okay. But, eh. I, I'm just. I question how good this is gonna be. I'm gonna. Qu I question if every team is gonna be able to make it to MSI. Come MSI. Like, some places might still have travel bans um, for their quarantines and shit. Well, it, if it's in July, I think that's strongly dependent upon how long, long the epidemic lasts, mm -hmm. right? Like, 
if we see a rough, like a really hard turnaround. Cut out. Sorry, if we see like a hard turnaround time of say like three months, then come July, most places would be done. It would be over already, right? Uh, but if it ends up lasting way longer than that, you know who. I'm. I'm betting on it. This being a gigantic asterisk of a year, I think some teams, even if not all, if not most of them, won't be able to end up going to most of the international events. I don't. I think this might have a second come around in the the fall again, which will definitely impact worlds. What do you mean a second come around? It, it happened back with the Spanish flu, where uh, it waned a lot in the summer and it kind of looked like it stopped. So everyone kept traveling, and it had an exacerbated response come fall. Oh, I think the difference is, is I don't know if, I mean, maybe, but I think that um, with all the travel bans and the extreme measures a lot of countries are taking, mm -hmm. that may be less likely to happen, right? Because we have countries like shutting down, shutting down real, real early, which isn't bad because it slows the spread, but it also might... You know, it, it, it's it's good because it's supposed to spread, and it might mean we don't get something like that happening. Basically, mm. yeah. None of us. But are I don't experts. know. I'm not, an, I'm not an epidemiologist. Yeah, none of us are experts in this field, so uh, don't take. Uh, yeah. Or even close. Or even close. I'm also not ah. especially well informed. Mm -hmm. All right. What was the next topic? Oh, actually, uh, let's just go over our what happened with our picks this week because, oh boy, was it a massacre. Yeah. It was a very we weird week. <laughs> yeah, this was uh, quite the upsetting week. Uh, me and Matt called one of them. Actually, I called two of them. Matt called one of them. Hey, I called one too. I called Okay. Well, one I, was well, one, and the second okay, one yeah, yeah, was yeah, like did, a reasonable you did, you one. You did call one of them, but yeah, the, the 100 Thieves Dig game, when you actually look at the uh, Dig Slump, Nah, that's, that's not an upset. That's just what might happen. Oh. oh, no, I was talking about the IMT versus DL. You didn't call IMT. Wait, oh, yeah, you, oh, yeah, yeah. I thought, I'm sorry, I was thinking about the 100 Thieves one. Yeah, but that's your only <laughs> one you called. I got two. You got one. I'm not counting the C9. I'm not counting the C9 one because that was expected. Yeah, the C9 one's on. So, so yeah. I, I like that, actually, this weekend. I like when things get interesting and you get some upsets. It really shakes up the standings a little bit. I'm sad Dig is getting screwed so hard, but at the same time, they're getting closer to where I put them in my power rankings. I'm glad about but that. You're an ass. I mean, yeah, Dig's getting put down, but hey, look at DLG. Oh. Did you see... That's where the turnaround comes. I, I think I like this to you guys, but did you see that... Um. There was like Weldon finds a genie, and he wishes for a former world champion to join his team, and he gets crown. Oh, and then no. he wishes the second best LOL. wish genie. <laughs> oh my god! And then he wishes for uh to be one place below TL, and now TL are looking like they're gonna finish out of playoffs. Yeah, that's really funny. I oh, you, I don't think you liked that, or if you did, I didn't see it, but that's really funny. Oh my god! I fucking. Oh, if anybody goes and looks up the second, the second best genie, CLG, holy shit, is it funny? It's it was in uh the I think it was the TLCLG thread from before, or I don't remember. It was one of the TL or CLG threads. Okay, so now we're gonna talk about some roster swaps. Speaking of threads, 
Alright, so let's start off with Dignitas, who have swapped in Acadian for Grig. What, what, what do you think about Acadian this weekend? One of, everyone seems to think in one of the games he looked pretty good. I thought he was okay. I, I didn't really... He didn't stand out to me. And then in the second game versus Golden Guardians, he looked... Uh, hey. That was a yikes. Big yikes. Greg, while still sometimes making mistakes for Dignitas, every once in a while was better. Like, overall. I think, I think Grig looked more consistent than than Acadian, even when he was on TSM. That's that's always what I thought about him. And Acadian did seem to have higher highs, but I just I don't know why you make this swap. Your team's falling apart, and Grig never looked like it was the issue. Their bot lane went from one of the like one of the best up and coming AD carries to like this looks like the worst bot lane in the league. Yeah, yeah, it was a really big switch. It was a really big flip, and uh. uh uh, with uh, everyone saying Johnson was great, and then now, well, if he was great, he can't really show it because Aframu trying to flex on people when he can't really flex on people. <laughs> Aframu looks bad. Yes, Aframu looks bad. They look bad. real bad. <laughs> I I have. I think Aframu needs to fucking retire. It's about that time. <laughs> well, he, he looks like to be the drain on uh, Dignitas at the moment, but I don't know what's happening behind the scenes. I can't fully answer that question. They don't have problems like uh, TL does, where it's really clear there's a problem with their AD carry. Mm-hmm. How's Froggen been? He's been okay. He looked better at the beginning of the split, but I feel. But they had a really. It, looking at the standings now, they actually had a really weak uh, starting line or what is it called strength of schedule at the beginning of the split so they kind of yeah. got off to that really hot start and then they played cloud nine and and they got cracked on and now we we really see where they are and but now they're actually falling below where everyone thought they were going to settle yeah everyone thought they were going to be like probably middle-ish maybe bottom-ish but not actually hmm. I don't remember what my initial picks were but i don't think i had them we that highly had, rated we all had the same bottom three picks i think it was Dignitas, uh, EG, and FlyQuest. Oh, Nate, you, did you put... Or not EG. Uh, GG, Dignitas, and FlyQuest. I think we're all of our bottom three teams. Unless Haymon yeah. put them higher. No, I don't think I was rating FlyQuest that high at the time. Which, I'm happy. That's come back to me. Never been happier to be wrong, have you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's for the... How can you not like trees, bro? I, that, that marketing campaign is real fucking good for them. Right. Yeah, especially when they were winning with it. <laughs> so we kind of talked about this a little bit, but uh, Doubles got swapped out for Tactical. How have we been feeling about Tactical, specifically? Do, do we think he's good? Do we think he's bad? Is he is he competent? Matt, what do you think about Tactical as the resonated carry? Well, he's better than I am. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, yep. <laughs> you're welcome. That's just the God's honest truth right there. Uh, what do I think about Tactical? I think he is... When Doublelift's in his prime, he's not as good as Doublelift. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think Tactical might be a better choice at the moment than DL. It seems I like know, they it's have... hard to tell. Yeah. It seems like TL has a better thought process when they have Tactical on board. At least with the game that 
with the first weekend where they had that 2-0 with them being in there, where it felt like something really clicked. It's just a matter of making sure that you can actually keep to that, uh, keep on coming up with strategies to make it work, and, you know, have a clear shot. I might attribute that to, like, the, the honeymoon effect a little bit. I understand. <laughs> but I, I, it seems like they had to call in Double Lift to play scrims uh, when they really didn't want to call him to play scrims this week because Tactical had to play uh, Academy games. Mm-hmm. So I kind of question whether that alone is what kind of screwed them this weekend. If that playing those scrim game, or he played three scrim blocks. He said, and if playing those really kind of set off uh, the team for this weekend, I can see that happening. <laughs> so. I think if they, I think they should say double if you're going to be benched for the rest of the split unless we make playoffs, uh, and then we'll reevaluate then, and we're going to play tactical until the end. I think if they say that, and they run, they have, who do they have for their? They have Rakara for their academy eighty carry now. I'm, I think he's available. I think he's playing with them now because I feel like he wasn't last week, and that's why this happened. But I think that's the play they have to make. I think they have to tell double to sit down, regardless of how motivated he feels, play solo queue for the entire week. And that, or for the entire three weeks left, and then we'll reevaluate for playoffs. What do you guys think? Is that their move? Do they? Uh, do I think they... that's like a solid I, move. I also agree. That seems pretty solid. All right. All right. So let's move on to talking about CLG's roster moves, where they've uh, taken out Crown for POB, and they've taken Good. out Stick Safe for Wind. Now I don't know about that. Yeah, I think one of these was a great move because given what happened to Crown after they took him out, probably the the only move they could have made. Uh, and then I don't fully understand the Stick Safe for Wind move. Clearly, there's some other shit going on, but Stick Safe looked better than Wind to me. I Wind did not stand out to me at all. Yeah. Like I, I don't. The POB was definitely an upgrade. BOB brought so much more life to this team. BOB wants to win. Crown didn't care, and it looks like Crown had a lot of problems with, like, outside of game and outside of team stuff, like normal life shit that was bothering him. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and g- given that he was released, means that they probably mutually agreed to terminate the contract, and he's probably going to go take a break. That makes a lot of sense. Crown has been a very emotional player throughout his entire career. It- a lot of things get to you. You can tell the emotional players by how many games of Malzahar they have to play to win worlds. <laughs> oh, man. But Paul Belter really came in. He made this team resurge. It was a great team on there. And they put Ruin on a support top lane, which has maybe not so secret, but has been one of the ways that have really made this team work as well. You can't get caught out if you always have to be with the team. So the game that CLG lost this weekend is when they put a Ruin on Gangplank into Jace. Now, I don't know if you know this, but Jace uh-huh. destroys Gangplank because his W lets him kill barrels before Gangplank can even bother. You can mm-hmm. just wait for the first one to tick down and then hit W and auto twice and it's dead. Yeah. So, I don't see why they picked that. He didn't do too bad in lane. 
I don't know. Also, this is about Pro Walter and Wind. I still don't think Wind's that amazing. He looks mm. he looks worse than Sticks Eye to me. Mm-hmm. And even like they beat T, but they beat TL when TL is like in their own head. It's like it's not. Yeah. It, it, it's like beating CLG before they switched over to Pobelter. Belter. It's not a challenge. No one really should be like getting a pat on the back for this. I don't know. I want to see more games from when maybe he gels a little bit better from the team with the team, but I don't. Yeah, I I don't know what about I, wind is why they pick him. Maybe Stixay just needs a break. Hopefully he comes back. <laughs> but right. I don't. All right, on to on to Matt's uh, uh, favorite roster move of the of the split. Let's get it. Keith has been swapped out for who he. What do you think this has changed about Golden Guardians? Oh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Fundamentally nothing. Fundamentally nothing. He says. It went from an 80 carry support that is what to I a said, mid yeah. lane support. <laughs> hey, hey, they beat Dignitas, though. Come on. I will give who he did have a very clean set support. Okay? You can't take that away from him. You cannot take that away from him. Yes, you can. I can. I really can. <laughs> Ah oh, man, Seth, Seth's kind of a uh, uber broken, and you can just stack health on him, and then get a like eight hundred true damage W. No, just saying. Who he best in the league right now? <laughs> this man. Don't mention. You don't need to mention anything else. Nothing. No more. No more facts or figures or anything. And no, who he best set support. We don't need to worry about no facts. We just need to accept. I think this is honestly super counterproductive for them. Because mm-hmm. I think sticking to Keith would have been a better plan. Keith has been looking better and better every week. And putting him on high engaged supports, high uh, agency supports, has seemed to work for them. So I don't know why you would swap him and not, and kind of deviate your strategy. Again, this looks like something that's affecting or that has to do with their practice. But like, how the hell is who he better than Keith? On what planet? That's why I said fundamentally nothing, Anthony. I... Yeah. Like, why is this? Why is this an upgrade? This doesn't seem like an upgrade. This is like the fucking TSM move all over again. It's not an upgrade. Stop doing it. Uh. I have no clear analysis on this, except for maybe they're trying to get, like, I don't know, next split. I don't know, maybe they're That's... trying to swap swap uh, supports for playoffs that they're borderline getting into. Mm, maybe. 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 Alright, we have one more <laughs> one more roster swap that uh, I think everyone's going to have an agreement on. Alltech swapped out for Apollo. What has this changed about, uh, was this Immortals, right? Immortals indeed. No, this is, uh, CLG. Okay. So what has this no, changed about this Immortals? No, this is Patrick. No, that's Patrick. God damn it, answer the question. Sorry, what's the question? What is swapping out Alltech for Apollo changed about Immortals? Uh, you can Patrick. No longer put Alltech on Cassiopeia Bot the one that's time true, that it did happen. <laughs> You know what? what? I think I'm gonna make a bold statement and say this ain't changed jack shit. I think you're right. Uh huh. This is the same exact team. I think forever. I've always confused the uh, Altec and Apollo, just because they. Oh, I haven't. They're very different. However, are they? 
Yes. Okay. Alright, alright, alright. Um... <laughs> I, I, think, I think that's it for our roster swaps. Those last, those last two are real well, what's Heymon think Baker. about this one? Right, Heymon, what do you think uh, about this one? I'm gonna miss Altec a bit. He... <laughs> his Ezreal games? In, earlier in the split. Nice. Every pro uh, can play Ezreal, though. Every pro can play Apollo can't Ezreal. play Ezreal, I don't know why they Every pro play. AD carry. It's right. one of the safest AD carries out there, but I, at the time when Immortals was like the only one picking it earlier on the split, when Senna and Aphilios were the two AD carries that you had to get all of the time, he looked good on Ezreal. Right? So once again, I'm just gonna miss him a tad. That's all. There's insight in there. All right, That's all. <laughs> all right, all right. Before we get into our uh, our picks for next week, what do you guys think about them canceling uh, Rift Rivals? I think it's fine given the changes they had to make to well, MSI. Well, I, I, I don't mean uh-huh. in the context with MSI. I mean in general. What do you think about them canceling? Well, is it Rift forever Rivals? canceled? Yes. Well, oh. for, for for the imminent future, Rift Rivals as as it was is canceled. Well, that's a bummer. I thought it was just this year because of the, no. you know, because of the virus. But after last year, they yeah. they had downsized it a lot. They had uh, Rift Rivals for like every region, every uh, not every major region had one, and then all of the uh, smaller regions even had one. Like, I think, who who played? Was it Japan and OCE? Uh, Brazil, Latin America South, and Latin America North played. Turkey, CIS, and one other played. I think it was Garena. And then you had LMS playing in uh, LPL and LCK. So I'm I'm gonna miss that. I like those little like showy matches. I don't think that time slot was the place to do that for me to be honest. I think if you were gonna do that, you either you should probably replace All Stars with that, and then put All Stars where that was. Maybe I don't know. Maybe put All Stars after MSI or before MSI. I don't. The schedule is complicated because we play for nine goddamn months out of the year. Why is this game so effing long? I'm gonna miss it, but I can see a lot of the reason why it's gone. It wasn't super beneficial for anybody. I agree. Hey, Mont, you gonna miss Rift Rivals? Um, not necessarily. It. I don't know. Traitor. I. Uh, <laughs> EU apologist, you just want them to keep that title. I just want them to keep it the filthy and you fucking slime. Ah oh, man, I'm all so right. sorry. That's yeah, all right. So yeah, you'll miss you're gonna miss you gonna be sad that it's gone. What, what was your favorite part about Rift Rivals? Would you like my the favorite memes? part? Of the the thing that I liked, all right, was a show match unrelated. Two Rift Rivals. It was Canada versus the U.S. That was the most enjoyable thing that I think of, and I really wish that they would bring that in once again. That was a funny-ass show match. I I agree. I agree. (laughs) And so, having totally avoided the question, let's continue. Let's get into our picks for next week. Uh, Hey, Mott. Why don't you take this one? Are you sure you don't want to take this one? We did match. That's why I'm giving it to you, because you have quite the outlandish pick this week. Alright, so, quite the outlandish pick is currently picking Dignitas over CLG, 
Which actually, as I'm saying it, is pretty outlandish. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Fucking... This is why I'm having you do this, Amon. Um, well, How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? Uh, normally, I would have some sort of apologist statement that would say that Dig would not win this match. I can't even really give you an apologist statement. <laughs> right? I can't really figure out how Dignitas magically makes these sparks fly and all of a sudden gets together and all with Aphromu, uh, with Johnson, with Acadian or Greg, whichever one may be there that week. Um, it's kind of bad. It's pretty bad. Correct. It's pretty bad. I would like to change it back. I don't know. Oh my He's God. finally getting it, Anthony. <laughs> I've committed too much to this, all in the sake of spite. <laughs> Anthony, he's finally understanding. <laughs> Anyhow. There's... It might have taken him a very long time, but he's finally coming to get it. Don't worry, because I'm sure he's going to be right, because of course he's going to be right. And you know what else is going to be right? I know. Normally I... am going to be right, because CLG is going to take down Cloud9. Don't at me. They're going to put Stixa back in. Cloud9 will continue to and pick Stixa's... stupid shit like so. And like Stixa is so... going to get clapped by Zavan. What are you talking about? Hell no. Want... They're going to pick Shen I... top again, and then Shen's going to get clapped for the next 20 minutes. I want you Who is no. going to clap on that fucking CLG roster? There's one thing that I'm a little bit scared of from C9, and it's the fact that they no longer have a streak to care about, which means this can go to be extremely stellar, or this will go to be extremely bad. At least in the coming weeks, they don't have to worry about a streak and can try out whatever they want to do with a roster that has a lot of potential and has to work very well together from the beginning to the middle of the they have locked Still f- first place. They have locked first C9 place. Has they don't locked first. So they don't have to. They care. could, do, they could Sorry, walk CLG has locked first. Oh, CLG. Ah, oh, my bad. FlyQuest so, locked first. My bad. I know my. FlyQuest so, locked last. So I'm expecting. <laughs> I'm expecting Cloud Nine tomorrow afternoon to come out and say, "Hey, we're gonna put in our academy team for the next two splits or two weekends." Because they two splits, two splits, yeah, two splits. Uh, it stops being an academy. They don't even have to. for a whole split. Just saying. Uh, but and also two splits. <laughs> but here's the thing: they've done this before. Yeah, they have they've done this. Actually, before. put in their academy team for two weekends in a row before. Mm-hmm. At the and end also, of a split. Also, they don't have to worry about MSI practice. At least not that uh, yeah, well, as soon as it would well, well, be. Well, they would. They still have a month and a half before MSI. Even if they were to have to go there, if they won, they would just. I don't know. I don't know why you would really do that because you're not gonna go to MSI until July, and you're better off just putting your players on stage and just playing it out. To be honest. Yeah. Like I don't. I. Don't, they need to have a good plan to get more value out of their, like, not having to waste... I don't want to say waste, but not having to spend the time uh, on those weekends prepping for LCS for that team. Mm-hmm. And if they think giving the academy team that kind of practice is good, it maybe. But it's not like they have the academy team they had last year where they had Golden Glue and Blabber, Svenskaren, and Kumo. Like, all these players are in the LCS now. 
was their who was their support? Was it it used to be Zazel, now it, used it was Diamond. Diamond. Diamond was the support. What was their AD carry? I don't remember. Don't no clue. <laughs> but but like you see what I'm saying. Like they they had a good they had Dignitas Academy. Now Dignitas Academy is the LCS team that should be in there. Yep. <laughs> I, I I can see them doing it. I don't think they will, but I think it would be funny. Crazy idea. Alright, so what Dignitas Academy what? appears in the game. Oh my god, they might do that. Hang what, on. What might they do that? <laughs> they might just hard swap out the their entire roster, Dignitas. That might happen. X D. That's possible. By the way. <laughs> I don't think they win. Hang still. on, no, no, no. Little do we but know, swapping out, swapping out Acadian for Greg was to see if Greg actually meshes with the academy team. Therefore, this next two weeks they can put in a Acadian, uh, the this academy, is... <laughs> and then they play them and win four games in a row. That's I the fucking appalled. game. Okay. We have went too far down right. the rabbit hole. <laughs> We're getting down the rabbit hole. We're going back up to what everyone, uh, everyone's uh, match look forward to this weekend is. Matt, what are you looking forward to? CLG versus C9? I thought so. What? Okay. I just <laughs> caught him off guard so hard. I no, I just don't like you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. I don't even. Th I, they don't seem to be that many like sh ones that I'm super amped on. Yeah. Matt, stop fucking with the doc. I'm on push to talk. It's just gonna put a bunch of tildes in the thing. I gotta do a thing. <laughs> and now you're deleting it. <laughs> Uh, Matt, what game are never you going to? <laughs> Oops. That's not happening. Come on. We're having the Britney karaoke now. I'm fucking thinking. I, I really don't All know. Right. Hey, Mom, which, which match are you looking forward to? Both of the EG matches. Both I've of the been EG matches. I've enjoyed what the coaching staff's been doing with them. They've had some times where they've earnestly like won the game for EG from draft. Fuck it, I'm excited to see TSM lose to GG. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry, keep going, Amon. So, I just want to see what they're going to play against TL and against Dignitas. I really, all I care about is the draft there and then seeing whether EG can execute on it or not. That's the big thing for me. Because if they can't execute on it, then what's the point of having a good draft? You know. <laughs> I'm Anyhow. looking forward to IMT versus TSM because I'm pretty sure they're both uh, neck and neck in the standings at the moment. Like, uh, I know TSM second actually, but the, I think they're tied for third. I got my standings real quick. Uh, no, they're tied for fourth actually. Sorry, never mind. But. I'm still looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be a good match. Okay. I'm, I think. I'm also looking forward to CLG beating C9. <sighs> he doesn't like fuck that you. I speak the truth. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck your whole fucking thing, dude. I'm ready to see TSM get clapped out by GG. Uh, I'm ready to see TSM get clapped out by IMT. I'm very ready to see GG fucking clap TL. I, I, be... I want to see TL lose well, that's, these uh, That pushes them out of playoffs. It's yeah. so sad that it's very convincing that GG beats TL. It's not. I wouldn't say that's convincing. I would say it's at least like a good 
not even a 50-50. It's a good more. Yes, we are. And I think rightfully so. Yeah. I, I think that is the argument. Looking at both teams' performances, I don't think it's that um it's that uh big to say GG or TL would win this. But looking at TL's trajectory and team atmosphere that we that we are seeing, it looks mm-hmm. like uh it looks like that's going to be a GG open and shut case. Okay. Yeah, that's a fair one. So I think EG are just a better team right now. <laughs> T- uh, GG? For a rough day. EG are better than TL. Yeah, I agree with that one. <laughs> There's... I'm just... Like, uh, there. Watching TL lose is just going to make me feel so good. I'm going to be sad they're not going to finish fourth, but who knows. Ah, oh, man. If they make a sudden comeback and this is... Which week are we in? If they win out... Um, well, they had to play C9 in the last week, so I don't think they're going to win that. But if they want to make playoffs, I'm pretty sure they're required to win all three of their other matches because they're all against the like teams that they're fighting for the for those spots. And then they have to play into losers. I don't think that I think they're barred from top four. Let me see. No chance of the four meme happening. Technically not. TL has six okay. wins and second place has four, so they're not barred from top four. But I still think mm-hmm. they're gonna fall out. I- I'm banking on it. Come on, TL, don't make playoffs. That's it. I'm sad. I'm sad. GG aren't making playoffs though. Oh, Hamot, you had CLG like third or second in your power rankings. <laughs> I did have them. I'm looking forward Who to did I have nine. I had 100T super high up there. I'm looking forward to week 9. Week 9 is going to be a good time when we review our power rankings and we get to flame each other for our stupid ass picks. Oh, oh god, I've got too many <laughs> teams up there. Alright, we're out of topics. Is that, else um, Hang on, let me, do just, you wanna... let me double check the subreddit in case I missed something. Why is given the last couple weeks? Does not look like uh uh actually L E C Fantasy League closed beta is happening. L E C Fantasy League. Okay. Don't care about that. Yeah, I don't care about that at all. Uh. Yeah, it looks like it's about it. You want to take us home? Yeah, I think I'll I'll think I'll take us on home. Let me just take this okay. real quick. That'll do it for this week on the Legendary Leland's podcast. Come check the VODs on the YouTube channel, Legendary Podcast. Uh, check the VODs, or to check the... I'm going to say this. All right. That'll do it for this week. <laughs> That'll do it for this week on the Legendary Leland's podcast. Check the VODs on the YouTube channel, Legendary Podcast. Check us every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Uh, on Twitch.tv. slash like 2 k 11 And uh, have a nice time watching TL slide further and further down the cliff. XD. TM's gonna lose two in a row. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>